everyone, and welcome to a remote edition of uh, a Thursday Live Lesson. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice now commercial. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Yeah. So nothing is going to stop us from, uh, from, <laughs> <laughs> from, doing this, from doing this Thursday Live Lesson, right, Kahai? Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so i want to i'm going to say it right now right at the top of the you know right right at the top of the show that there will be no covid talk in this entire thing okay we're not doctors we're not anyone who knows anything about it, what's going on outside we're not politicians whatever we don't got no answers we're not going to talk about it at all and so all of you folks listening and watching this is going to be COVID safe, COVID free, <laughs> COVID free discussion, right? I mean, other than right now, I guess that, that I'm, you know, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying right now, but okay. So let's get started. <laughs> so how this works, how Thursday Live Lesson works is you guys have questions and we have answers. So um, however we may get those questions via email, via phone call, via text, whatever, you plus forums, um, I'll try to answer them as best as I can. Then these two gentlemen will uh, come up with their two cents and we're going to you know, put them together with have the best answer possible for you, okay? And um, if not, then we're just going to have a nice little discussion, anything ukulele related or whatever, you know, or whatever's kind of going on in Kahai's life right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, so Kahai... In Kahai's room. <laughs> Kahai's room. Uh, give me the first question, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Chris asks, um, can you talk about harmonics and how to find them in some of the more unusual places on the fretboard? Okay, uh, so as far as harmonics goes, um, the loudest is going to be on the 12th fret. Um, there's, uh, there's one that's not as loud on the 7th. There's one on the 5th. And there's one on 3. So those are, those are the uh, 1, 2, 3. Those are four places in, uh, in the 12th frets. That, um, that, that have harmonics in it, okay? Now, the, the key to harmonics is to kind of get the fret wire above. So this is, you guys, oh, so there, so you can see some dots on my ukulele. So here's the 12th fret, right? You want to be aiming right here on this uh, fret wire. So if I place my finger here in the middle, for example, this is what it sounds like. But if I play it here, it's a lot more responsive. Um, and you can actually get a better tone out of your harmonics. So that you know that might not um, might not see too big of a difference here, but you're definitely going to see a big difference here. If I do it here in the middle, it's like nothing. So now if you place it right here over this fret, that's when you hear it. Same thing with the five, even more so. Now if I place it over here. Here. Almost, <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's where a lot of people kind of get um, get confused with the um, you know with, with the harmonics and just kind of the touch. So it's is the placement and the touch. Those are the two things that um, that I say is the most important when uh, when doing harmonics. So twelve, seven, five, and three, and whatever the note um, is, uh, whatever you're playing, whatever note you're playing there is going to be the note that you're uh, you're doing the. The harmonics too. So, for example, this is going to be G, C, E, A. This is going to be D, G, uh, B, and E. And then, same thing here on five. It's going to be C, F, A, D. And then here on three, it's going to be B flat, B sharp, G, and C. 
if I can do it. I mean, it gets mm-hmm. tougher as it gets to, uh, as it gets down. But those are you know the places where you're gonna um, have harmonics. Um, it's it's fun, and of course there's you know there's the artificial harmonics, so it's not necessarily you don't necessarily have to have your you know your uh, your fingers on just those frets. You can create your own if you want to, for example. Um, because the twelfth fret is the um, is the best place to do those harmonics. If you just kind of if we add a little bit of math there, so if we're to play three here, so twelve frets up will be fifteen. So twelve plus three be fifteen. So if I use my pointer finger and aim for the fifteenth fret, once again it's the uh, fret wire that's uh, that's above. I'm gonna get that that note, which is going to be C. This is a C note right here. And you can pretty much do it um, as much as you want. Okay. What do you guys think? Uh, can you talk about the touch? Because that's kind of like a. <clears throat> I, I know yeah. you said placement and touch. So yes. Good, good, good. So the touch. As far as the touch goes, I'm gonna show it. Uh, see if I can show it from this angle. So that's how I'm touching it. This is how what it would look like if I'm kind of playing the fret, and this is what it looks like when I'm doing um, harmonics. Once again, this is when I'm playing. And this is harmonics. So you just touch the string. You're not pushing down on the string. You're just touching the string. And once you, uh, so I'm going to do it here on a 12th fret. So I'm going to use my pointer finger on my right hand to play it. And then I'm going to touch it and then release. See, I'm not putting the, that finger down. It's just right on top of that string. You can see it here even better. Uh, there. So that's a touch versus when you're fretting it. That's fretting it. This is just touching. So if you place your finger, as soon as your finger touches the, um, the string, that's the amount of touch that you need. Okay? So you're not pressing down at all. You're just placing it. And that's how you get the touch. So those uh, placements... And the touch; those are the two important things to uh, to getting a good harmonic. <clears throat> yeah, right, Kai. Um, for your for the artificial harmonics, can you show that okay. to yeah. like, the the touch for that? Because it's so once, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing. So once again, here's here it is on three, and then if I'm playing it on fifteen here, so that's that's another kind of way to look at it here. So you can see that perfect. I'm aiming right there. Okay. So my thumb is what's hitting the string. Watch, I'm gonna, it's like, imagine just like a feather just landing on your shoulder <laughs> or, a, or a butterfly landing on your shoulder like that, okay? So that's the touch for, uh, for the artificial harmonics and that kind of, you know, you can kind of do that uh, as a weird way to play. Let's see if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> it's weird but yeah that's you, you can kind of get the idea of, uh, of what i mean by touch the touch is just really lightly like placing your finger on there imagine a butterfly landing on your shoulder that's how much touch is needed for the harmonic <laughs> and butterfly on the shoulder <laughs> <laughs> all right um, your next That's question. That's a Kawhi reference. Yes, Kawhi reference. <laughs> for all for all you people who are like, well, what does he mean? It's... <laughs> I met that girl, by the way. The uh, the the girl that that song was about. 
And she actually has a butterfly on her shoulder. It's a tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah, she talks about a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's what he means by that. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> butterfly. Kahai is going to have to put that in the links. <laughs> <laughs> the song is called Nectar. <laughs> just, just in case you were looking for it. So I was trying to find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how how like, old is that? Like 2003, 2004? Uh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> that was all the rage back then. That was a. It's a deep cut. It is. It's. All right, all right. <laughs> I have I have to put like, uh, or I have to spell it out as like N E C T A with like the apostrophe, but nothing after it, right? Just so you know that it has kind of that pronunciation. Nekta. Nekta. Yeah. We don't have any more questions because like people are still co- uh, just coming in. So right we'll on. see when. Yeah, but if anybody has questions in the chat, uh, be sure to ask them. Uh, but yeah, I was we gonna- are live. Yeah, I was going to mention, too, with the harmonic. Um, uh, some people come to, to us and they, they ask for help with harmonics. Mm-hmm. And their left hand is actually pretty good. It's But, like, you got to remember that you need a really clean right hand pick, too, mm-hmm. to get it a really clean sound. Like, you kind of need both. So yeah. that's where it's, like, people... That's kind of like the juggling act where sometimes people mm-hmm. focus so much on the left hand that they forget to make their right hand just as good, too. Yeah. So. So as far as the right hand goes, so just kind of clear, you know, uh, clarifying what, what Kahai says. So here it is once again. Here is my ukulele, and I'm going to place my, uh, my finger right where it's supposed to be. But here on my right hand, I'm playing it like how I normally would, just a nice, clean stroke, okay? So it goes like this. A fly on my fretboard. <laughs> no, that's always really stuck in my head all day now. <laughs> yeah. And then for um personally, like for just the regular harmonic, I mm-hmm. I tend to always use like my my ring finger or my pinky finger just because mm-hmm. that I can kind of get a lighter touch. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that the case with you? Um yeah, I mean, you know, like I can do it with whatever finger, but that that makes sense because if you're using your ring finger to uh, to to touch it, your ring finger is not as aggressive as your you know as your yeah. pointer finger. So, yeah. um, kind of yeah, like when when we're doing those um those runs where like I'm I'm doing a strum for example, and then right at the end of the phrase I do that like I do the um I do the harmonic I use my ring finger. So you you know you're 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 absolutely correct because if I use anything else, it would work, but. I think in such a fast, um, like going from you know from strumming to the uh, to the harmonic, it's um, it's a lot easier to use uh, use a lighter finger like your ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, uh, there's songs that I play too where I'll do a harmonic first and then yeah. go to like a picking technique where, where like a, with a pull off or something. And in mm-hmm. that sense, it's just easier to start with your ring or pinky and then already. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got to move a fret or whatever, your your hand is already moving down. So kind of yeah, like yeah. the efficiency of movement, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, also, well, like I've been talking with Glenn, you know, uh, Glenn came to the, the oh, Ukula yeah. Underground retreat the last retreat. month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has been kind of like digesting all the stuff that you told, you talked to him about yeah. and um he's been like really into Ka'ao Crater Boys since we nice. talk about them like a lot. 
<laughs> so he's been listening to their, you know, their compilation album, all like the greatest hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's been working on um, Opihi Man. Okay. And so, like, I I was able to find um, Dominator's tabs. Oh yeah. Like, you know, yeah, Dominator's tabs ha- hasn't been up for a while, but I was uh-huh. able to find uh, Dom's version of Opihi Man. Um, and I, I was able to kind of forward it to Glenn. So he's kind of working on that, listening to the song. Do you have any tips for him about like, how did you learn that song? Cause you, you play it um, pretty close to the original version, right? Yeah. Uh, some tips for, for Opihi man. Um, I think it's just kind of getting to know, uh, in this case, don't worry about the, the, uh, the terminology, but I'm going to say the Mixolydian scale and all that. <laughs> is really like your G scale from five to five. So this is in a, it, so if, if we were to, so I'll explain it. So here's a G scale, right? For example, so five will be one, two, three, four, five, which is D. So here's my D. So if I figure out all the notes in G in that Mixolydian scale, right? Um, that's really, because uh, when when you're doing the picking, most of it kind of stays here, you know, and um, so when you when you do it, knowing that like this is gonna be the highest note that you're gonna reach, um, your middle finger is here on the seven just for the harmony, but then melody wise, this is the highest note. Okay, so knowing this uh, harmony, this harmony, and this harmony, alongside the Mixolydian scale, so you have a uh, So it's all those notes in the Mixolydian scale, um, and and um, with with the addition of this, this, and this. So two, three, five. Uh, yeah, sorry, three, two, five, three, and seven, five. So if you practice that, you should be uh, you should be well on your way to kind of doing a PD man because. Uh, Pretty much stays here. So figure out those, um, you know, figure out those notes, which is going to be if I, um, uh, if if you watch uh, Solo Secrets Revealed, um, remember we we gave you two different kinds of islands, which is that zero two zero one three zero two three. The Mixolydian scale is the second one, which is zero two zero one three zero one three. Those are all the notes that you're going to be using for uh, for that uh, for that picking. Um, the other picking, though, it's it's a lot of just um, alternate chords or or, uh, or inversion chords. When it goes, um... so you're playing C, which is the chords you would be playing anyway, because the chords for um, for Pihi Man and that part it goes C E seven A seven to the D seven. So if you just play the um, the Inversions would be C, E, so E7, it goes to A7, up to the D7. That's really all it is. It's not, you know, nothing too fancy, okay? So, 
um, inversion of the G. So just get your inversions for that uh, for that one picking or the inter picking, the end picking, I guess. And then for the middle picking, make sure that you know these three harmonies and then know the uh, the mixolydian scale. That's my uh, best advice. There's a part nice. where you're using like uh, the G ghost note. Like, yeah. could you show what you're oh, doing with like your right hand? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it sounds more complicated than it actually is, right? Like, if mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. break it down, it's not yeah. actually that scary. So, um, that part, that part right there, I'm just kind of doing it's It's exactly like the Mixolydian scale. You're just going up. And then I'm just kind of adding this top string. So, if, if you look up, um, G-string pull-offs on uh, on uke minutes. That's kind of kind of explains the um, the technique. But really, all it is is my pointer finger is going to be playing those notes in the mixolydian scale. And then I'm adding this after every pointer finger hit. So. So it goes bottom, 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 bottom. And then two at the end. So and then this a uh, really fast run from the D going down the Mixolydian scale again. So really it's it's based around that Mixolydian scale. Um inversions and some harmonies yeah i think that g pull off too like especially with troy's playing he uses that so much that yeah yeah even even in like uh songs that don't necessarily use g right like the g note Mm -hmm. he still uses that sometimes makes it work (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm just gonna slide this in here you know it's like "Eh, you know it's it's a ghost note so you don't have to notice it (laughs) Okay, cool. Any uh, any questions from our from our audience? I know we are still live, and we uh, we do have a live chat because this is Thursday live lesson. Uh, you guys can chat along with us, and um, yeah, let us know if you guys have any questions, ukulele or whatever wise, you know. Yeah, uh, Devin doesn't. It's not a question, but Devin said that. Uh, uh, how cool! I'm now motivated to figure out OP man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, yeah, it, it seems really intimidating, but really, if you just focus on those, it, it's a lot better to uh, to kind of swallow than like trying to you know try to look at everything as a you know as a, as uh, like its own thing. If you just kind of focus on those three four concepts, it should be better. Is the Pee Man one of those songs that they recorded a half step down? Do you know that? Mm-hmm. You're putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's. It's in regular 440. Wait, you know what? I'm gonna check right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just I don't want to yeah, say. I think it is. It, is it? I think okay. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm still, I mean, yeah. I, I believe you, Aaron, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> just don't to once again, like, and then we're gonna get these comments like, no, no, it is it. It's in 430. Gosh, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not on. It's not on Spotify. It's on. <laughs> Hey, yeah so devin was was at the retreat and then rob is also in the chat oh right on yeah so here we go just... so we're yeah we're just talking about the retreat rob <laughs> oh 
four years, baby. Okay. <laughs> and then we can't play any more than that, or else we're yeah, gonna yeah. get copyright. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Who is Kuma to be going after us? Come, coming after our podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's in the letter from Roy Sakuma. <laughs> Not Troy. He's cool. Troy's cool. It's it's this. It's the uh, the 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 guy behind that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Now, but like that's really it, back then. Like um, Roy Sakuma had like had all like the like the good you know like ukulele artists and CDs. Like man, it was it was like a golden era for for Sakuma back then. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jim asked, <laughs> "Is that a wig behind you, or is that the family?" Cat? It is. It on both. <laughs> <laughs> it was the family. No. <laughs> it was the family cat. No, no. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm currently relocated to my wife's office. So this is. Uh, this is my wife's office, and those are you know wigs that she uses for like photo shoots and stuff. So if anybody wants to use them, you know, if you want to be Elsa, for example, like you can be Elsa, like from from Frozen. You, can, <laughs> if you want to be a blonde? You can. If you want to be a brunette, you can. So Jim, you know if. If you ever wanted to be Elsa, they could come over to my wife's studio and take some pictures if you want to. <laughs> photo shoot. Yeah, photo shoot, you know? You let yeah. it go. <laughs> I think Jim was questioning if he had like a separate day job that you weren't. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not day, night job. Winky, winky. No. Um, yeah, this is, this is my wife's studio. I was. Right before we got started, it's like, should I come up with like a just like a white background, like just put like a white, you know, piece of whatever? Because I have it, you know, maybe just put it there so people won't be distracted with all the wigs. <laughs> but <laughs> right, <laughs> just not mention it and just do the whole yeah. podcast. Like, I thought I could not mention it throughout the whole podcast, but you know what, Jim, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was just going to run smoothly, you know, without anyone mentioning the wigs, but just couldn't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> from from now on, we should not yeah. mention the wig, and then like every week that we're doing the podcast like this, you should also add another wig, and it just keeps growing like behind yeah. you. <laughs> add more stuff yeah there's like a lot more i mean that's just the stuff that you can see you know like i'm looking around this room i'm like i'm glad i can't see that or this or that. <laughs> <laughs> we got beads we got flowers we got like fake jewelries and <laughs> crazy crazy in here <laughs> so i mean kahai you too if you ever want to come down you want to do a photo shoot we got wigs <laughs> Uh, I think I think that's why Kahai is is not using his video because uh, oh, he doesn't, doesn't want the wigs. He, no, he doesn't want to show his wigs in his room. <laughs> right yeah, uh, I I don't have a, a, a like a webcam to use. That's why I, I didn't put a video up. But if I did, like behind right behind me, you would see my bag and my arrows just jutting out of it. So that's <laughs> behind me, yeah. I know people. We're, people were excited. Like, are we gonna finally get to see Kahai on his his face? Is he finally gonna be revealed? But no, no, we're keeping it a secret. Yeah, no waiting webcam. for him. Yeah, no only, webcam. Only during Halloween. That that that's the one time that I'll that's true. Yeah, yeah, people saw. Yeah. I, I can were only. You wearing co- wig then? No, 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 you're just wearing the the beard, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I can only come out in disguise. 
so people can, <laughs> like, you know, I don't want Google to catch my full face, you know. It's going to be tracking me all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for, for like, the sniffles. I'm still a little bit sick. I mean, I'm, I've recovered and stuff, but I'm still, I still got a little bit of whatever's left in my uh, in my system and i apologize for the past uh, the past week i haven't um i haven't been at the office so there was no friday jam and there was no like a little uh, uh thursday live lesson uh yeah. either so sorry about that guys um but i'm, I'm it's, back. Not I'm life threatening. it's not life threatening yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's, just that, like a, <laughs> it's not like a voldemort sinus. thing <laughs> we're gonna call it voldemort we don't want to we don't want to say <laughs> <laughs> disease that must, must not be named <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm fine um it was a little you know it was a little scary because of stuff that was kind of happening but i'm fine i'm, I'm okay it wasn't anything life-threatening i'm fine now the lessons are back. Um, actually, speaking of lessons, we just opened up the lessons for April, and um, we're actually going to be opening up a bunch more spots because because uh, now I'm home like a lot. So um, we're thinking about opening up a Tuesday nine to twelve Hawaii time, and also Friday nine to twelve Hawaii time. So um, the three hours allows for nine extra uh, extra slots. So there's going to be eighteen extra slots every week, and um, and I know because uh, we've been kind of in you know, uh, I guess in isolation, everyone's been in isolation. Like there's more time to kind of learn ukulele. And um, because there's more time, I will, you know, make myself more available for you guys to, uh, to, to just kind of have as a, you know, as, as a teacher, like I'll be, I'll be here for you folks a lot more than I, than I was back then. Just because I know people are kind of wanting to, you know, turn to the ukulele right now, just because as a, you know, as a way to pass the time by, or it's kind of a healing thing also. And I will be here for you. Okay, so more spots opening up for the private lessons, uh, more face-to-face time with me. Yeah, let me see what you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Devin, where's that video, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Show me how it's done, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we still haven't gotten that. So yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. So, nobody's nobody's uh, <laughs> done the Venture Highway. Yeah. Video. You haven't gotten any. So okay, oh, so I don't, so I don't feel so bad. Not, you know. I've, I don't feel so bad sucking like that uh, that day because I guess no one else could do it. So, uh, do you have any questions, Kai? Um, yeah, people are just talking about, uh, uh, yeah, they're just talking about a bunch of stuff in the chat. Oh, in the but uh, uh, now they're talking about Mad Max in the chat. So, <laughs> but uh, um. Uh, something I wanted to add about like the private lessons is that yeah. we have a lot of people coming in like who are just brand new to the ukulele, and they ask if the private lesson if they can do the private lessons because they have like no experience with the ukulele and yeah 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 the we, private lessons are for everyone I mean it, because it is private it's not necessarily like um like okay this is what we're gonna do you know like or what it's it's tailor made to uh to you it's just private it's just me and you kind of sitting down. And working on what you need to work on. So even if you've never, you know, played ukulele before, like having a private lesson with uh, with, with me, it's kind of like a, a great way to to you know to to take the or to get to know your ukulele because I can kind of show you exactly what you need you know what you need to do, how to hold it, how to strum, you know, how to strum your first chord and stuff. So at at any you know at any level, and then even at like the most like advanced levels and stuff, I can I can be helping out with that uh, with. Uh, arrangements for things or if there's something that you um you know that you want to kind of understand as far as technique goes i can help out with that 
So at any at any level, I think the private lessons are a great idea. And because you get to have two a month for Ukula on the Ground Plus, um, it's a great way to kind of do it like in the beginning of the month, in the middle of the month, so that the next um, the next lesson you have is the beginning of next month and in the middle of the month, so that you can um, you can kind of like every weeks. Uh, every two, sorry, every weeks, every two weeks, be consistent <laughs> with like you know with the lesson. So it's like uh, we'll work on some stuff. I'll give you a couple weeks. You come back. You, you know, like I'll give you more stuff to kind of work on. So um, yeah, I'm making myself available as as a private you know as a private teacher, and that goes with your UE Plus subscription. So it's not like a, all right, everyone, give me give me this much money and I'll teach you this <laughs> much stuff. It's like no, I just you know you guys have already kind of done enough for us by just signing up for UE Plus. So um, yeah, we want. I want to make myself available for for as much people as possible. Yeah, even people who are like, I don't, I don't necessarily have like a song I'm working on or mm. like one particular thing I'm working on. Like we mm. tell them, oh, just sign up anyways, because then you can, yeah. like, we can figure out where you're at, and then we can tell you, like, oh, you might want to check out these things or you might want to do these things, and that'll yeah. like you know kind of push you forward, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, uh, everybody should. At least try it, you know? Yeah. Just try it. You'll like it. Try it. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling my kid about ice cream, and now she's just like, can't get enough ice cream. Oh, no. (laughs) Because it's like like cold, you know? She's like, oh, what is this? I don't want to eat this. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's freaking give me ice cream all the time. I was like, no, we shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any other questions, Kai? No questions, but... Devin said that uh, he's like you don't want to hear me sing like for Venture or Highway, and then he said that he never told you that you're bad at it, so he, you know, <laughs> it's not oh. his fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for for people who don't know what you're talking about, what what is this the video oh, thing? <laughs> so uh, for a long Friday like jam, I, you know, it, we have we have a random wheel like that that tells us what we're gonna play next. And Ventura Highway is one of those songs that we, you know, like we're scared of because we we don't really play that song too much. Or I don't, I'm not really too familiar with it. Um, so it's become this kind of like running joke to like not play Ventura Highway. And then uh, I think a few weeks ago, it landed on uh, on Ventura Highway. It's like, oh no, we gotta, you know, we gotta play it now. And uh, it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> and then I said, hey, for anyone who wants to show me, you know, like how it's supposed to be played. I'll give you guys, you know, like a nice little, uh, a nice little prize, which I should, I have it here, but I don't want to like run off and grab it. So, but it's, <laughs> it's, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a Korean, a very special edition, like Korean poster of a, of a performance that we did in Korea and I'll sign it. Uh, Aaron will sign it and Kai will, Kai will sign it and we'll send it over to you. Yeah. I will uh, use gloves. Don't worry. Don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sign it wearing gloves. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to call for Steve's on. It's fine. I mean, not that much, right, Kai? No, 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 no. We'll we'll be careful. I, if, we probably won't even set it for for a while because I I can't see Kai or Aaron or, or anything like that for for a bit. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get it out. We'll figure it out. We we'll, we'll get it out. Yeah. Yeah. See, I like Kai's confidence. See, yeah. Kai makes me confident because Kai is confident. So if there's ever a time <laughs> where Kai is not confident, that's when I get scared. You know. <laughs> uh, you. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you how I feel <laughs> internally all the time, but uh, yeah, you can still believe that. Oh, you mean I, every Friday when like when songs like Venture Highway comes up? Oh, or every Friday when like right before it's like I don't know if our inter- <laughs> internet connection is doing so good. Mm, okay, we're gonna see how this goes. Just yeah, man. Cross your fingers. Yep. Gung ho. <laughs> okay, uh, so Rob has a question. Yeah. He said, I wanted to improve the audio when I do a video, so I bought a IXZ mic and guitar interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will take a DI output from my Loudbox Mini and put it into my phone. Any mm-hmm. experience doing this since I bought it? I have noticed that lots of people are still just using the phone mics. So I guess, I mean, yeah. It would be better than the phone mic, you know? Like if any, like any kind of external stuff that you would be using is is kind of an upgrade from whatever the phone mic is but uh depends on what you're you know you're you're doing with it if you're like recording to like you know to have like a like a cd or any or you know, anything like that then like i would i would go look for you know like uh things that will make my audio sound better but if it's just like just for fun and you're just recording it for yourself then then the phone audio should work well but as far as di's go <clears throat> I don't necessarily um, recommend using DIs for for recording anyway. Um, uh, ukulele just kind of you know, when you plug it in and you record it, you get up that thump sound because it's such a small instrument that when you uh, when you when you hit the strings, it's going to have this kind of thump here. And unless you're really good at like music engineering, um, it's tough to to like scrub out of your um, of your recording. You're gonna hear that thump. Um, strumming, picking, whatever it's, it's going to be on there um, because the pickups are usually under the saddle. So if there's a thumb going on around here because the scale is so small, um, that is going to get picked up by your um, by your under saddle pickup. So if you're using a microphone, um, although it's still kind of there, it's not as bad as if you were to use a pickup. Plus, you're getting the um, kind of the natural sound of not just the ukulele, but um, but everything kind of around it. You get the full sound of the ukulele and not just from the uh, from the DI and not just from your pickup. So, uh, excuse me, I would uh, I'll kind of use that, I'll use a microphone anyway, rather than, than the DI. Um, DI, the only reason I would use a DI is if I'm using like electronic instruments, like if um, you know, if I had like an electric uke, like a hollow body ukulele, or, you know, for, or solid body ukulele, for example, that's kind of when I would plug it into a DI because it's like the microphone is not going to be able to catch it, you know. But other than that, uh, vocals, ukulele, guitar, like it's just better using a microphone and just take it from me because my first album was recorded via DI. And I wish I could just take it back and just like re-record <laughs> the entire thing all over again because it sounded very um electronic you know it had the thumps it had this very like um it it just it was not good it's not i love like the content and the songs and stuff and the arrangements and whatnot from that album but sound wise it could have been a lot better had we not used the, the di yeah for so our... that oh yeah you can go ahead oh uh so so that ixz mic that that rob is talking about that's oh. like um 
it's like a powered like double a powered um kind of like the juice link that we use oh cool yeah so yeah. It, it'll take you know i think there there's like an instrument input and there's also mm. xlr input oh nice and it'll take that and put it to like an eighth inch so you can put it into your phone or whatever mm. else you're recording into yeah um what kind of mic would so like if he had if he were to pick up an xlr mic what mm. kind of mic would you recommend for recording ukulele um it doesn't even have to be like those like stupid expensive ones as long as you have a good like um or a decent condenser mic and a decent condenser mic like can be as cheap as like a hundred bucks you know like mm-hmm. to uh, to get something like that um so kind of like a the, like the pencil mics or like what kind of uh well if you're if you're recording strictly just ukulele the pencil mm-hmm. mic would be would be good you know um, but because I know Rob like sings as well, um, I would get a, a condenser mic instead because that will be good for his ukulele and for his voice. Yeah. Uh, and, and Rob asked, so DI is really just for performance in a venue? Yes, yes. Yeah. Think of a DI as like your microphone on stage, like for, yeah. your, for your instruments. Yeah. yeah. yeah and for- that kind of cuts out everything, all of the the surrounding noise yeah 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 yeah. but then if you're recording your ukulele just by yourself in a like a kind of a closed room you would mm-hmm. want the microphone because it provides a better sound yeah 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 like uh yeah. for our our setup like <clears throat> uh we use a di but really like or when i mix it in i really only use it for like just a little bit to get boost just your ukulele levels a little bit so when you're doing like really soft picking or stuff it comes out a little bit cleaner than the mics that are farther away but i I, like we try to use more mic audio because that sounds more like your natural playing or like you would be in the room with you know eldrin so yeah that's uh kind of how you you probably want to think about it yeah Mm -hmm. Um, is the chicken noises coming from Aaron or Kahai? Yeah, I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird not to hear it from my end. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it looks like Rob has a Shure mic. I'm I'm yeah. not sure which one. Is it like a SM58 or like a? Is it a Shure condenser mic? Yeah, because uh, chicken is coming from me. <laughs> the 58 um, is good as a stage mic. Yeah, it's like a vocal mic, right? Yeah, like a vocal stage mic. I wouldn't necessarily use it for um, for recording uh, unless you're like recording vocals. Like that should be fine. But if you're recording instrument, mm-hmm. it might not be the best to to do that. If you spend a little bit more, that the eighty six is actually what I use. I use an SM eighty six on stage, and that could because that's like a condenser mic, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like um, it's like a stage condenser, but you, where you can use it in the studio also i think that i think you would dig that <clears throat> yeah like twice the price yeah. though like the 58s yeah so, uh, it's so um, good. rob oh is it uh oh yeah so i guess rob said sm58 yeah. or 56 no 57 he said <laughs> sm57 i don't know i don't i don't think what? i've ever seen a 57 57 is the pencil one, I believe. It's like the black kind of pencil one. So that that should be good for, you know, for instruments, but not necessarily yeah, yeah. for uh, for vocals though. Vocal. Yeah. Oh yeah. It can, but Yeah, not, okay. Be, yeah. Yeah, it is a kind of an instrument mic. Yeah. So that's good um, for, you know, maybe getting your ukulele. Like that's that's fine. Yeah. So if you have like a decent XLR 
input like a condenser mic you'd mm. put that into your that Tascam IXZ and then mm. into your phone and that should give you pretty decent I mean y- your phone isn't going to get you super good audio anyway but yeah. it, that's probably the best that it'll get right yeah 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 and then just put the condenser like close up to your ukulele if you're really trying to get your ukulele playing or yeah yeah or uh aldrin like what how how would you um set up kind of like how far your microphone would be and where mm-hmm. you know I, I would say like um six inches to a foot you know depends on how good the microphone is because mm-hmm. if you have a good microphone you don't have to be that close to it and uh, the further away that you are from it, the more you can kind of get the um, the spectrum of sounds, you know, from your mm-hmm. from your ukulele, and less thump. So you know, like the better the microphone, the better it can pick up and stuff. The less thump that you get. But then um, with a microphone like the fifty seven, you have to be kind of close, so maybe six inches, so like maybe like right there, you know, from the from your ukulele, and just kind of turn it up um, if if you need a little bit more. But <clears throat> that should be fine. And I usually try to aim at the 12th fret like when you're uh, when you're aiming via the the microphone because if you aim it right here it's going to get too much too much sound too much punch so you, if you aim it right there at the 12th fret kind of at this angle it should be perfect just straight kind of like uh parallel to the ground or um up yeah. or down yeah yeah straight okay that's where I would aim because um you want to get the full sound you know of, of your uke and not just what's coming from the um you know from the sound hole. Yeah, I I think too like the way that Rob is setting it up is so he can just record a video and the audio mm-hmm. will, will already be synced to the video, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like that's kind of the thing is like it's hard with phone because you yeah. you are gonna use that that eight inch jack going into the phone right yeah like it's always going to be that eight inch yeah yeah so like yeah and if rob doesn't have a computer or he doesn't want to do this then that really is the best way but then if he wants like an alternative to that idea is that you just get like a zoom external recorder which already has the xlrs like built in the xlr plugs built in and you just record the audio separately, and then you sync the audio and the video together video. with, you know, some editing. But and that's to do that, like you don't have to make it super complex. Just make yeah. sure your your hands are in front of the camera, and then clap, and then like line up the. You'll see a peak in the audio, and you try and line that up with when you clap, and that's it basically. And you'll you'll get yeah. pretty good like results just from that. So it's a little bit more complicated, but I think the you kind of don't have as complicated as a system like wiring everything together and having all that set up and then your your audio compromise is like probably is probably going to be it might sound better with the external recorder mm-hmm. yeah, yeah one of those uh, the h4ns like that mm-hmm. that thing is so good <laughs> and it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be that fancy i think zoom makes a, a bunch of really good ones and that's yeah, like an older model one. too Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kahai has, has one where it's just one input, mm-hmm. um, and then you can you can change the capsules, right? Oh, yeah, sick. yeah. <laughs> so you you can you can actually put it where there's already like a condenser mic on it, so you don't need to attach anything else or do anything, mm-hmm. 
Or you can, yeah. if you have a lapel, you just plug the lapel right into it too. So yeah, yeah. is the Zoom uh, F1 or a field field recorder, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes in like different configurations. So cool. Yeah, you might want to look into that, Rob. Yeah. How how much was that? Uh, I think. Well, I think you can get the recorder itself for like a hundred dollars. Mm. It's like really not that expensive. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a good idea because um. Mine, mine was kind of expensive, but it comes with like a X and Y like condenser, little condenser microphone with it too. But I don't really use that that much. I know I use the uh, the XLR output more than I use the regular built-in microphone. But I heard the microphone is really good. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen people record videos and do stuff where mm-hmm. they just put the microphone or they put the whole recorder just like in yeah. front of them like from a distance away. And it sounds okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to be using for our cardistry videos, Kai. You know, we need to get those, you know, like those sounds when we make our cardistry videos, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll shoot the video first and then yeah. we sh- we got to do like Foley work afterwards, you know. Yeah. Sure Dude, tomorrow, Rip and Dip, Pink Rip and Dips Fontaine's coming out tomorrow, 11 Pacific time. <laughs> On the Rip and Dip site, not on the Fontaine site, the Rip and Dip site. That's all. I just want to say that just real quick. <laughs> so that you have more competition again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I, I, I hope you get it. I, I don't think I'm going to. Um, I don't know. Cause like now with like this stuff happening is like, oh man, maybe I should, shouldn't buy car. Maybe I'll just buy one or two. <laughs> just <'cause>, like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, what's, what's going to happen. Might, might have to buy food instead. <laughs> yeah. Food seems like a higher priority right now. That's why I figured maybe you get one, you know, like I can just play with yours. <laughs> nah, I'll probably just get one or two. Well, well, it's like we have joint custody where I'll leave it in the office and you can come in when I'm not in the office and play with it. And just yeah. play with it, yeah. Just make sure like whoever's playing with it, they have to use gloves while they're playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool do we have any other questions before we go into a uh, tangent of cardistry <laughs> uh, uh, yeah uh, I don't think there's questions um, Jim kind of said that he thinks or he was talking about his setup and he said that mm. he thinks that the thump you get is when you have a weak pickup and you have to push the gain too high so you end up getting more of that thumpy sound. Um, uh, not necessarily, because um, the thump is there even if you don't plug in your ukulele. Even if, like I mentioned earlier, with the uh, with the microphone, it'll still pick up. It's there's a there's a thump because when you're playing down here, even when you play at the sound hole, this is this, um you know like so here's the A string right. This is how much distance between your where you know where you hit it and the um and, and your bridge. So that's going to create a sound right here that you don't necessarily want. Yeah. So like if you record, just even if you just kind of play, that kind of thump is there, you know? Like it's not a plugged in thing. It's It really is just a sound that an ukulele makes because of its size. It's just, it's just there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, it, is, it is more pronounced um, through the pickup, pickup and yes. especially through passive pickups. But yeah. Yeah, but it is kind of a characteristic of ukulele, but mm. not necessarily one that you want coming through in your recording. Recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because I first learned I didn't even realize it actually. And um, when I did my second album with uh, with Tracy Tarada, like that's he because he's like the ukulele recording genius. And like, and when he pointed it out, I can't stop hearing it now. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I just completely like you know got turned around. And uh, he even mentioned like what what the hurts was to like to bring it down but i wasn't paying attention you know some kid that <laughs> yeah, was like yeah. i've been trey studio doing a thing this is where pure heart recorded you know i was like uh-huh. yeah, he's that kind way. of the reason why jake <laughs> is so meticulous about his recording yeah. setups yeah because uh because tracy was uh was really a genius like behind the um you know behind the engineering table yeah the <laughs> and, and like that really is like the only way to get rid of it is to bring it in the recording into an audio program and like find yeah. that exact hertz with that the thump is made <laughs> at it and like erase it so it's like yeah it's kind of unavoidable it's like mm-hmm. um the equivalent i think is like if you play steel instruments or like or steel string instruments or mm-hmm. um like uh if you play a low g that's wound and when mm-hmm. you rub your fingers against it it makes that like that you know the string Squeak. noise that, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. Like some people kind of just like tolerate it. They're like, uh, oh, well, I want to play with like a low G and stuff. But I think most people like when they actually record, it drives them nuts. And you just <laughs> try to get that like as low as possible because that's yeah. not a nice sound. Yeah. Yeah. So. so for like guitar players recording for an album or something, mm. it's like one of those things that you just got to deal with and try to minimize. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guitar you don't you don't hear it that much because it's, it's it's like it's it's big so it's not kind of relying on this you know as yeah yeah but ukulele it's definitely there and the smaller ukulele the worse <laughs> yeah you you hear it with like a steel acoustic guitar so it's like that when it it like kills me when there's like a recording where it just has that and the guitar player is like mm-hmm. so good. It's like, oh, mm. like just, oh, <laughs> I don't, you can't do Could anything. Could you name some right now? Oh, I can't. <laughs> like, Could you call them out, please? Well, like usually, usually it's, it's like live recordings, right? Because in the live yeah. setting, they really yeah, yeah, can't yeah. do anything. But yeah. in a studio yeah. setting, they can kind of finagle it. But then like mm-hmm. if it's electric guitar, just electric guitar has that really badly too. But you just they just plug directly in, so you're pretty much hearing just the pickup sound anyways. You don't get any mm-hmm. string sound, so yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like one of those things where it's just like uh, every instrument kinda has there's gotta some noise or something that will come out and it's just like trying mm-hmm. to get as little of that as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um not to change subjects or anything, but because we're doing this remotely, like does that kind of open it up for if like maybe somebody wants to kind of come in and ask a question and kind of show, you know, like, Oh, I've been kind of having the, you know, could they come into the zoom room and be like, okay, I want to ask this question. So it's like a better way of doing um, student reviews. Uh, maybe, but uh, we didn't put out the zoom room like name because I, I just, yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. when, when people jump in, right. Their mm-hmm. settings, it's not, it's going to, the camera's going to turn on and the mic is going to be yeah. on. So yeah. it's not like they can jump in uh, and have that turned off and make sure that they're all set and everything. Right. I mean, so. we definitely pre-screen people <laughs> just so that like, <laughs> yeah. they're not coming yeah. in, you know. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, uh, are you still, you're still doing um, one-on-one coaching after this, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Everything else is basically the same. You know? Okay. 
Um, and I'm doing the one-on-one coaching in in the that room, not in this. In room. the in the posted one, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, the yeah. Room. It's a uh, so, normal one. So so Rob is kind of asking, would it be uh, better if he just records to his computer then, instead yes. of the phone? Yes. Most and then definitely. what? what would you recommend for recording to your computer or like what or do you have a mac or pc rob it's kind of that kind of hinges on that right (laughs) yeah yeah he also said that he's he's gone live um on facebook when Mm. playing something so i'm i'm assuming that he has an interface Mm. that kind of like works with his computer Mm. um but yeah, that's because <laughs> you could probably use that setup that you have right now. But just like, kind of um, instead of importing it to your computer, the audio to your computer or to your phone, it goes to your computer instead, right? Yeah, yeah. You just you just need like um, I guess a uh, like a software. Yeah, whatever whatever software that mm. you would use. Yeah. Um, yeah, most... yeah, and then I guess I guess you could use, just use whatever camera that he's using too mm. for for streaming. Yeah, or like uh, if he has like a laptop, it probably has like a built-in webcam that you can just use to record with. And then uh, usually the webcam software that it comes with, you can kind of choose your audio interface in that too. So you can just choose to use like the whatever audio interface that he has instead of the built-in webcam microphone, Mm -hmm. which probably doesn't sound as good. So yeah, yeah, that's you might want to try that out rob i don't know it, it it all depends on what you have and what you can figure out kind of so i want to know what you have kahai if i want to sound as good as kahai what does kahai use because <laughs> you know people ask me that also like well what strings do you use what you do you use i want to sound exactly like kahai fergin like what do you have what for is his audio audio input yeah what is, what's your audio setup kahai uh, right now, I'm using like uh, the uh, Audio Technica AT AT twenty, I think, or AT twenty, something like that. Twenty twenty. Um, Is that the one that I'm using? Probably. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a condenser that we have at work too. I have one at home. And then, yeah, and that's not expensive, is it? No, that's like a hundred dollars, and you can get it for cheaper. You know, like so you, that's yeah. Ah, nice. <laughs> audio technica yeah they're they're not expensive you don't need like super duper high-end stuff yeah and then like for the interface i'm using i'm using like what a, it looks like a red scarlet and that's kind of like that's the setup that a bunch of people who do like home recording pretty much do so yeah mm-hmm. really easy. yeah this is the at twenty twenty. Uh, condenser from Audio Technica. Yeah, that sounds great. The windscreen, and that's going into the red scarlet uh, by Focusrite. Yeah, through USB. Yeah, that's the one that me and Aaron are using. It's like a two-in mm-hmm. uh, interface, but I think there's one that's even cheaper. That's a one-in interface. That's like a hundred dollars or something. So. It's not it's not too bad to find all of these. And you can find like older versions too of the the red scarlet I think for even cheaper. So, yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never, I never get to ask that question. You know, <laughs> you usually, usually ask me that question. But it's like, what, what is your setup, Kai? Exactly. What are you? What are you? I want to sound exactly like you. <laughs> I guess that's 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 the answer. Um, any uh, any other questions or comments from the you know from the live audience? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, there's some. <laughs> Devin asks if you're wearing the wig for coaching. Um. Yes. <laughs> for live coaching yeah i wanted to make you know i wanted to, to kind of give you guys options of which wigs i use so i'm just kind of you know putting it out there with so that, wig. <laughs> that's a uh like a plus exclusive because you have to be in the live coaching to see yeah. that it's yeah. plus plus exclusive actually plus, it's plus. just it's <laughs> higher tier <laughs> that's that's some extra privileges you know what i mean <laughs> Or I dance more like a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. Now put on this wig, monkey. Put on. Put on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, sing, sing some share for us with uh, with the straight uh, straight hair wig. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's cool. I mean, like I've um, there's a bunch of people that actually come here to like to my wife's um, photo studio and stuff, and she does a lot of. Uh, uh, you call like art kind of um, photo shoots that if if that's what people want, you know, like then she'll set up like an art thing. I think she just did like this um, photo shoot with like a bunch of different butterflies and stuff, and some somebody used like one of the wigs. It was it's really cool. So it's awesome. She's she knows what she's doing. <laughs> I, I don't. She, I mean, <laughs> she has her own thing going on. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like she doesn't tell me how to play ukulele. I don't tell her what to do with her wigs or whatever. <laughs> You, do you, <laughs> at this point, would Heather look at you weird if you just walked out of the room wearing the wig or wearing the just, wig? I think she'd be more weird. upset because I'm wearing like you know it might. You're be wearing the wig. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's some cheap ones, but there's some like definitely like you know like uh, human hair ones that are kind of expensive, and she's like, oh, <laughs> those are not toys. <laughs> yeah, <it's> not like, <laughs> I know we're joking around about it, but it's like I know some of these are kind of expensive. <laughs> like, yeah. Much like you know, she can't just be bringing out like you know an ukulele and just start like like look at me, I'm playing. It's like no, now like five grand. <laughs> it's like uh, when a parent catches their kid like doing something with like you know they're like. All right, you're gonna take the nice car out. Mm-mm. You you you're gonna take the station wagon. You don't get the nice car. Yeah, we were joking around, um, like with with the kid like sneaking in like some of my more expensive ukuleles to school. You know, it's like, oh, you have this whatever, like this collar one that you take to school to jam with your friends. Like, no, I don't want to want to take this one show off my dad's use. <laughs> it's like, no, uh, maybe not that one. <laughs> But maybe not that one. Kala <laughs> instead. Yeah, yeah. But what, what if what if it accidentally gets thrown over a wall and there's a huge oh. dog who eats it, <laughs> and then the blind man in the, the who like owns the dog gives you a like a a, a a ukulele signed by all of the was it like the, the <laughs> Dodgers or the Sox or somebody? Yeah. That's a. It's a very unlikely scenario, but yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, man. <laughs> okay, well, it's 2 p.m. I think we can stop here. <laughs> but thanks so much, guys, for tuning in to uh, the remote edition of uh, Thursday Live Lessons. My name is Aldrin. That's Aaron. That's Kahai. Um, stick around for one on one coaching. Everything is a go. So we'll see you then. Aloha, everyone. Bye.